Hello, 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 and welcome back, baby. We made it. We're here. Uh, f- thank you to everybody who's here, man. Uh, there's a lot of people in the chat. I'm very excited. I'm making sure that all our multi-streams are working. Uh, there's a lot of uh, things going on tonight. Um, thanks for being here, man. I'm, I don't even know what to say. I'm just so excited to be back right now. Uh, we got a great show for you tonight. Thank you for everyone who's sticking around. Uh, it's September 12th. I've been talking about this show for for uh, many, many weeks. I've been building this great studio that you guys see here tonight. Uh, we can now have in-studio guests. Uh, we can do all kinds of great stuff, and I'm very happy. If, if you uh, guys are telling me that there's no sound, uh, if you see any video issues, please let me know in the chat. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. If you're watching this on Twitter, uh, Twitch, uh, Facebook or Odyssey, hopefully. Um, I'm hoping that we're restreaming to all those places right now. Uh, if you're watching me over there, thank you as well. But try to watch us on YouTube if possible, just so we can uh, grift the algorithm uh, for all that great ad revenue. Uh, guys, we've got a great show for you tonight. Of course, uh, let's start off with some sponsors as per the usual. We got toplobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great Lewis Ling's Haymarket shirt that you see me wearing tonight by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or you guys can join the Patreon, subscribe star, become a member of the YouTube channel under all all of my links uh, by hitting the join button where you can get into a private discord server with wonderful people and uh, get all of Top Lops's new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general public at like a 10% discount. Really great stuff, I promise you. Um, and of course, executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at. Much, much cheaper uh, and guys, for the first time ever today, we also have a new executive producer. I'm very happy uh, to talk about Colwell Creative Content. Uh, and I'm going to read this one. I'm still putting together some stuff to talk about. We're going to start doing video ads for uh, sponsors and stuff like that as well. Uh, but at Colwell Creative Content Inc., their mission is to increase revenue for their clients through excellent copywriting, social media marketing, and other digital marketing services. Let them help you grow your business together. Really great people. Um, big fan of Greg, and uh, I know him personally. I know his wife as well. Uh, great, awesome people, and I'm sure they can help you if you're trying to grow your business. Check them out today and see what they can do for you. Uh, guys, got a great show for you today. Uh, as per uh, the Facebook posts and the Twitter posts, you many, many of you know, some of you may not, I now have a new co-host, Mr. Ryan Kurt. Sir, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. It's um, yep, Cox in the chat. Yep, Cox uh, in the chat. Drop we'll, yep, yes. Cox in the chat. Yes, absolutely. We will, we will explain that one later, but I have had quite the saga around a Pepe uh, <laughs> since the last time we spoke. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. Um, and we're definitely, we're definitely going to get around to it, talking about it as well because it's just been a fucking mess for you, buddy. And I don't, I don't like that for you, but... <laughs> We will talk about it for sure. We will. And uh, as you guys know as well, we are now doing in-studio guests. Um, Several months ago when I had talked about wanting to do in-studio guests, we tried to raise some money uh, to put together a real studio. We raised about 500 bucks. 
Uh, for you guys who don't know, uh, I spent way more than that putting the studio together. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and uh, I basically drained everything that I possibly could. But we do now have a studio that can accommodate in-studio guests. And um, one of the requests from a good friend of mine was that he be the first new guest on the new studio in the new uh, house. And so my good friend, James Gentleman from Minnesota, old uh, ex-host of the Blackbird podcast. Sir, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, we call it retired host. I'm like the host emeritus of Blackbird. It's a it's a scholarly position. It's a it's a scholarly. <laughs> did, did I really did I really request to be the first guest? You did. You said I did. You, you sent me. A, I can't remember if you sent me a message or it was a oh, it was a it was uh, something where you said, "Hey, uh, you know, I'd like to be the first guest in your new nice. studio if you're going to have in pre, in person guests." And you did. You drove down here. I do not remember doing that, but I stand by it. <laughs> this is great. Thanks for having me, Josh. Yeah, of course, man. I'm very happy to have you guys. Uh, it's 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 pretty cool. I, I'm going to fuck up the cameras a lot here, trying to go, <laughs> switch back and forth. So I don't have a producer because, uh, let's face it, we don't make enough money to have a producer yet. You spent it all on lights and shit. Yeah, lights <laughs> yeah. and cameras and fucking tons of lights in this place, dude. It's crazy. It looks like Christmas in here. Um, but I, I uh, yeah, I spent it all on that shit, and we don't have money for a producer. So guess what? I'm the producer. I'm the producer now. I also don't have a monitor, so I have no idea like when I'm on the camera, if that ever happens. Yeah, you can't see. You are on the camera right oh, now, sweet. James. Thanks. Show it's your crotch, my, dude. My Show it off. Oh Show it off. I like it. I'm, I'm as fat as I've ever been right now. <laughs> I'm so self-conscious. I, like, I want to put a pillow over my tummy so I, you see you can't see me. Dude, you just look, you just look manly. That's all. I'm sure right. I do. Man. Yeah, it's my, good. Dude. The thing is, I'm like, I'm like strong fat. Uh, which is the the opposite of skinny fat. So it's like it's like okay, I have I have a big gut, but like you know, I, yeah, dude, I, it's I, uh, I can squat a car, it's, so. it's just it's just more <laughs> love to give, buddy. I'm wondering if there's people uh, if you're uh, if you're watching on a different um, if you're watching on a different platform besides YouTube, sound off and let me know what's going on here. Outlaw Thoughts has been a member for one year today. Thank you very much. If you guys notice, there is a new uh, there is a new. Um, uh, alert box there. Um, so if you guys want to drop those super chats, please do. Uh, super chats will get to the top of the list on the chat and I will read them aloud. Um, but let me know what, what platforms you guys are watching on. Cause I want to, I didn't check to see if it was going to Twitch or Twitter or, or any of that stuff. So I don't really know where it's at right now, but we're drinking beers and hanging out the, in the studio and you know, whatever. The Twitter streaming thing is weird. I don't, I don't know how to work that. Like I, I always discourage people from watching on Twitter, but yeah, I mean, if you're going to watch, if you're going to watch Twitter, that's fine. You know, I don't mind watching Twitter like, or do the comments on Twitter show up in chat. How does that work? Do you even know? Yeah. So on OBS, there's a, a dedicated YouTube chat stream going and right next to it, you can click on what is called multi-stream and mm -hmm. that'll show you all the chats from Twitter and all face every other platform you're on basically. But cool. OBS is really, really friendly to YouTube. It's the best. It's the most friendly to YouTube. Josh, I got you a present. I don't want to forget to do this. Okay. What is it? Um, all right. So, uh, Scott Horton just was in Minneapolis with me and the LP of Minnesota and, uh, defend the guard rally. And it was great. Um, but the week before he came, I happened to get this bottle of hot sauce from Tennessee hot sauce company. It is hotter than the sun. It's uh, th so it's named after Scott's latest book. Oh, I like that. Um, <clears throat> there's a little statement from Scott on the side: nuclear bombs burn hotter than the sun. A war between the major powers could kill tens of hundreds of millions in just days. Worse, the drastic drop in global temperatures that would be caused by the smoke and soot. This is really long. Uh, so global cooling. That's what. That's what. That's what nuclear bombs cause. Um, so get Scott's book. Get this hotter than the sun hot sauce. I think it's like a limited edition, so you probably won't be able to get it. Uh, but this one's signed by Scott. And I want to give it to you as sort of a first guest gift. That's very, very sweet of you, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I it, believe it or not, this is hilarious. Scott Horton's a very good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He, like literally every time I see Scott, I go running up to him. We have a hug. He's like, buddy, I love so you. So you already have a signed bottle of hot sauce. I have no signatures from right. Scott Horton. Zero. And I have his books. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Unsigned. Me too. I have no selfies or sign- or signed books or anything. This is the only signature I have. So, well, But I'm going down to Austin in a couple of weeks. And now that we've spent an entire weekend together, he wants to hang out. So. And Angela McArdle also, also now lives in Austin, Texas. Angela. I, yeah. I like Angela. I don't know if she knows who I am. I'm sure. That's not know. true. We were we did the Mises thing together. I'm sure she knows who you are. Yeah. I'm sure. Ryan, how you doing over there, buddy? You on your phone? You reading uh, the chat? I'm, what are you doing? I'm reading chat. Oh. It it wasn't updating. It didn't update when we went live. <laughs> so I saw somebody gave a super chat and I couldn't see it. So I was trying to figure out that. I see right. it. I I, I refreshed a, it. I should give a, a shout out to Kyle Matovic, who's I, I fuck his name up every time, but he's a really really you said cool, it right. cool dude. Did I say it right? Yeah. I hope so, man. Oh man, Kyle's gonna hate that. I, that I'm I think it's Mato- Mato- Matovic. That's how you say. No, it's Matovic. So you just don't pronounce yeah. the C. Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Matovic. He said. He said, watching on YouTube, glad to see Yins all together. I I love Kyle. Yins. He's a great dude. Uh, beacon of of health. That guy is. Yeah, I know. Unlike me, who is yeah, we fat. we are not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. Get Ryan a laptop. That's what we do need to do. We need to get you. Yeah, a laptop. I I have a crappy little laptop that I meant to bring. Talking to your uh, end up doing talking to the fucking mic, dude. Oh, my bad. Don't make me Joe Rogan. You. <laughs> yeah, I need I'm gonna, to pull I'm gonna, make, just, I'm just, gonna just, make you Joe. Treat it like a dick. Just pull it real, real. close. You gotta there get you. real yeah. close, dude. Real close and right <laughs> on your mouth. I and and look, dude. We we now have the capacity to have um, several XLR mics mm-hmm. uh, instead of just two XLR mics and a uh, USB mic. So we'll be yeah. getting rid of. Uh, I know it's gonna make a lot of people sad, but we are gonna get rid of the red mic because it just doesn't work very well. Yeah, I can't. I can't wear my headphones over my ears because there's a big old delay with my voice, and it's actually not there anymore. Yeah, it, you're the only know. fucking person who hears that anymore. At all. Yeah, we don't hear it, but you do. Yeah. Is it because we're drunk? And I, don't I don't think so. It was really, really bad before it we was. started drinking, and then we did have one or two beers, but now it's really bad, dude. Yeah. Or really good. Really it's good. Not, there's no yeah. delay at all. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, shout out to Libertarian Podcast Review. Thanks for the $10 super chat, man. He said, uh, Toad drank that hot sauce on my show. If Josh and James were real men, they would drink it too. We're not opening this bottle. It's signed by Scott Horton. Yeah, that's that one's staying for Scott. Yeah. It's Although, just, that is... We're going to put that on my... on my. We're going to put that on my shelf back here. In fact, I have... Uh, that's another thing I should talk to you guys about. I have this these shelves back here uh, that are not filled with anything yet. Um, and I'm going to get a PO box. And if you guys have things that you want to see in the shelves behind me, uh, feel free to send it to us. That's what we're going to do if you want to. But yeah, I appreciate you, James. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, let's talk about the weekend you had, buddy. <laughs> for you guys, it, for it, you guys, it's been more than just a weekend. Well, so for, for you guys uh, that, that don't know, um, I... Uh, Let's see. I football started this weekend, and I'm yeah. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. For those of you who aren't aware of, unfortunately, that. Uh, and I know that's not based or cool or any <laughs> of that stuff that I normally am, but uh, that's just who my mom fucked me up and made me. Um, and uh, wait, 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 why why is that not based or cool? That's that's America's team you're talking about. That's yeah, it's. I know they. I know they got rid of. Uh, they got rid of Texas Stadium and built that. Built that monstrosity in Irving. But that's a beautiful. I mean, it's still got it. By the way, it's really beautiful. I know. Are you a Cowboys fan? I mean, I'm not a football fan. Like, I didn't even know that football had started until that fucking conversation that ha- happened underneath my tweet that was blowing up my phone for my whole drive down here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, insofar as I'm a football fan, I'm a Cowboys fan, yeah. 
Well, being a fan of the Cowboys is like having vanilla being your favorite ice cream flavor. It's not interesting at all. He's he's right, you know. I mean, it's kind of true, yeah. It is it is the vanilla of football teams. <laughs> yes. Um, and but I so so my team sucks again, uh, and we couldn't even beat forty uh, five year old Tom Brady, which is just terrible. Although our defense was really good. But uh, I've been in my fantasy football team league that I play in for about 15 years almost. And uh, you're in a fantasy football league that has some of your family in it. And uh, so and just, I why don't was you tell us this story. I was in a fantasy football league for 13 years up until 7:53 a.m. this morning, where my father, the commissioner, decided to kick me out. Because family members are very, very, very upset that I have a Pepe as my team <laughs> image. <laughs> because they are apparently very convinced about the idea that it is a hate symbol. And they equated it to the Confederate flag. Jesus. So... When your when your four chan chat is just way too base, dude. Yeah, you know I mean? and like, the, and my my team name is Yupcock. That's why we need Yupcocks in the chat. Yeah, that's why Yep-cock we need Yupcocks. It's it's respects. a combination of Yupcock, which is if you're a part of Twitch culture at all, uh, that is a very frequent thing that gets spammed to annoy streamers. Yup is an emote of a Pepe just sitting there, kind of smiling. And then the Vikings' new head coach is Kevin O'Connell, which can be abbreviated to KOC, which can be pronounced cock. So I have, yep, KOC. Okay, this, so, is re- this is getting really lame. Let's, let's, okay, let's talk so, about what happened with your family. So <laughs> essentially... I, I was going to say you needed an Ian Crossland for your show. But, uh, I think so well, <laughs> well, what, I, what I've done for, for years and years now is na- made some sort of wordplay after a new addition to the Minnesota Vikings, my favorite team. So I did it off the coach this year. Another good one that I came up with is cock and ball torture. Well, I didn't actually use that. I, I came up with that for someone else. Um, but I have essentially just been accused of being a white supremacist because I am using a Pepe. And I have refused to change it because... I feel like I I deserve some sort of modicum of respect from my family, which I I haven't even had the opportunity to earn over 27 years of my life. They have always just assumed incompetence of me in all situations, and I'm very sick and tired of it, and so I, I stood firm on this, and I tried to be very cordial, and in part, uh, Yahoo fucked me over on some of it because I, I some of my messages that I was trying to negotiate things where I called white white supremacy abhorrent that just didn't send but did you but but hold on buddy did you call it irrational and repugnant that's that's the proper terminology I I called it abhorrent I said I would never no I would never endorse anything as abhorrent as white supremacy. You didn't go, you didn't go far enough. It has to be irrational and repugnant. See, if you don't say irrational and repugnant, then you're just not anti-bigotry enough. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like abhorrent is pretty, it was pretty strong wording, but 
I don't think Ryan, are you familiar with irrational repugnant? Do you know what do you know what Josh is talking about? Oh, it it rings a bell, but I can't I can't place exactly oh, you sweet exactly where child. it comes oh, from. You missed. Okay, so yeah. Oh oh <laughs> I it, it okay, it's it's um oh yep, yep, okay, Joe Jorgensen no. tweeted no, it out. It was a lot deeper quite. than this. Close though, close. You were close. Okay. It's good. It goes so so our so, our platform in the libertarian party the national party used to say that bigotry we oh yeah we see bigotry as irrational and repugnant repugnant yeah right. it was in the platform i mean we still we still most of us still say that but like it's not in the platform anymore. yeah dude like here's the deal bro um uh racial bigotry is kind of like not cool and based okay <laughs> whatever i don't i don't give a shit like i you know i'm from the hood like if i grew up grown up like a racist dude i'd be a dead dead man yeah. right now yeah but here's the thing like like so we took it out of the platform at the national mm-hmm. convention like we fought to take it out it was replaced with something that was just as fucking it was replaced with something better in my opinion i mean yeah. it, because bigotry is irrational and repugnant is not like a libertarian no. it's that's not something that fits within libertarian theory or philosophy or whatever whatever you want to call it that's and that's bigotry a, that's is a, such a nebulous term that too um but like libertarianism is about rights it's not about it's not about your opinions of people yeah and so the re, the wording that we replaced it with was basically a recognition of like universal rights that every human being has uh, the same rights regardless of their color and re- religion and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, although we we left out sexual orientation and gender identity, which I think should be added to that. But we'll we'll, we'll discuss that in twenty twenty four. I think. Yeah, I don't. So uh, yeah, I don't but in know. any case, in any case, the gender orientation thing, bro. I've, I know. You I know, know how I, I know, feel man. about that already. Well, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, I, the people are being pushed farther to the right on that. I mean. Yeah. You, the the way that the culture wars are going, it, like, I feel like um, I feel like people are saying things that aren't necessarily what they really believe, right. because be, because they're you know reacting against their opponents. Just, just whether whether it's on the left or the right. right, but like you know, I mean, you and I have talked about our trans friends and you know the the so on and so forth. I, I mean, I, I have no I have no problem calling. My, you know, male to female friends, she, if, they, if that's what they want to go by or vice versa, or they, them, I, I have a little bit more problems with they, them, but that's just because it's easier to slip up on that. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm basically Matt Walsh on the gender thing at this point. Yeah. Hi kids. Do you like violence? Yeah. Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com. Com because the system is down and truth is taking over. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really care about it enough to be Matt Walsh on it. Like, right. I don't know. I mean, what what is a woman? I, I don't. I, I it doesn't matter to me. Like, what a woman is. True. I mean, true. I know. I know who I want to sleep with, and I want. I, I know who like I get along with, and I know that I'm a dude. But like, you are a dude. He's a dude. I'm a dude. Well, we're all dudes. We're all dudes. <laughs> I, I, I think it's really weird because I think kind of one of the baseline things of this whole weird gender identity thing is this push to make it so that 
the desire to have children is comes uh, comes across as irrational like they're trying to make the idea of having children repulsive i think that's and repugnant. Well, they're barking yeah. up the wrong fucking tree here. That's for yeah, sure. right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, hey, Angela. So today, Angela tweeted out like, "What's what's your strategy for spreading liberty or whatever?" And I was like, "Build, uh, planting a garden, starting a business, encouraging all my liberty friendly friends to breed, and all of my leftist friends to continue with their little vasectomy trend." <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, for real. The more leftists that get vasectomies, the better. Yeah. And the more of us that procreate, the better, dude. That's that's really how it is. Because look, Mike. My son, who's 11, Adric, he's the one that walked in during the test stream. Yeah. Um, he, he, when he showed up here, we adopted him two years ago now. October yeah. will be two years. And when he showed up here, he was, having, he was being indoctrinated by a leftist mother. And to the point of where he was like, society is completely evil. Every single person that owns a business needs to pay me. Oh like, like, it was bad. And at, a, at, at nine years old, this is how the kid is talking. Dang. And he's like, he's like listen, you know, th- these landlords are terrible and I was like dude you're nine bro stop it you don't have to pay rent for at least another nine years dude you know what I mean like relax Um, and now he's like he's like He's like, Dad, the, the government kind of sucks, huh? I'm like, yeah, it really sucks. You want to talk about it? And he like, he came home. He came home. Really, really funny. He came home from, uh, you know, he, we we have to have them in a public school, so we found a community oh. choice charter school to put them in. Oh, nice. The adopted ones, <laughs> and they're still a little. The the community choice charter school still a little, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And uh, he comes home one day. He's like, Dad, they're they're making us do a report on the on the Civil War. Oh no. Yeah, and um, and he's like, he's like. So it was. It was all started because of the slaves, right? I'm like, son, let's let's have a chat. <laughs> Let me introduce you to a little man named Brian McClanahan, and then just sit there and make him listen to half hour, like 700 half hour episodes of the Brian McClanahan. Show yeah, and I was just like, until I, it's just completely internalized. I was just like, listen, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was probably some part of the Civil War that was probably about you know. Oh, them have not you wanting to go have you ever read George's secession documents? No, I have not. Georgia was just like, fuck you, we want slaves. That's what their entire secession document was. While Virginia was like, states rights, states rights, states rights. So it's it's such a a mixed bag and it like Boil it down to one issue is just dumb. Yeah, I, uh, Will Hobson in the chat, he's like, let's look up some historical Lincoln quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it, the, the argument can be made that, you know, a bunch of the states in the South seceded because of slavery. Yeah. That's certainly not why, why Lincoln uh, started the Civil no, he, War. He, it was he, all he about, about, about this. That's, well, that's, that's, that's what I explained to my son. I said, look, tell me when, when the, procl- the Emancipation Proclamation came out. And he's like, oh, it's the, this, this time at this year and blah, blah, blah. It's like, and when did the Civil War start? And he's like, oh, uh, it, looks, it looks like maybe he didn't, didn't free the slaves right away. And I'm like, no, yeah. he didn't free the slaves right away. He didn't free the slaves until he realized that he needed to use the yeah. slaves in war, dude. And that, yeah. that's something I didn't, I didn't learn until last year because I read, uh, I think it's Thomas D. Lorenzo, one of his books. Yeah, but you also like Hayek, so I'm I'm reading Hayek for the first time. I've actually never read Hayek. I don't I don't and I don't and the thing is I don't even know why the like Rothbardians and the Hayekians don't like each other, other than that in the last ten years or so Hayekians have kind of gone woke a little bit. Um, I don't know the economic nuances at all. Do y'all you have, have any idea? Um uh, there are there are some. 
Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, well, it's I haven't read the last time I wrote. It's been probably almost a decade since I wrote the road to the read the road to serfdom. Yeah, um, and uh, it was a really solid beginner book, dude. Like it was. Is that what you're reading right now? Yeah, Rose that's or? what I'm reading, and oh, it, cool. it focuses a lot on. Uh, the National Socialist Party of Germany yes. and just central planning in general arguments right. against That's that. That's a really good book. Yeah. Um, and it's really it really does um, highlight the dangers of central planning. In fact, mm-hmm. it's probably one of the greatest dangers of central planning book ever. And I and when my normie friends are like, hey, I noticed you're really into this and that and this and that. What, what should I read? I always say The Road to Serfdom. Because if I'm like, yo, read for a new liberty by Rothbard, they're gonna be like, yo, dude, what the fuck are yeah. you making me read? You Democracy know? the God that failed. Yeah, here, check out Hoppa, dude. You're gonna love this shit. Yeah. You know? I, I have that on my like uh, audible wish list, but I You was, haven't read the Demo- Democracy of the God that failed no, yet? No, oh, I dude, but we're gonna, I we're, gonna to. we're gonna chronicle you reading that on this show, dude. It's going to be a a book club for the Patriots. Oh my God. You're going to get very, very based. I can't wait, dude. I want to, I I understand. I've heard some of the arguments around it, like tyranny of the majority. And I've kind of been experiencing that for the last couple of weeks where I've been essentially voted off the Island of my fantasy football league. Uh, but <laughs> everyone's everyone in the chat is saying that we need to get this man a copy of choice by, uh, by Bob Murphy. <laughs> Fine. Uh, let's right. see. We got. Some, we oh, got, you know, uh, you know what though? Uh, per Beeland, um, the agorist economist. He, he's he's the best. Uh, he's coming out or has already come out with a an intro to Austrian economics that's apparently even more kind of. Does that come out? Elementary than choice because choice is just a retelling of human action. It's right. it's hard to read. I've read it. It's choices. Yeah, hard to read. It's, it's harder hard, than in fact, than human uh, action. In fact, no, not harder <laughs> than human action. But the thing is, I I follow the clips like the little the little snippets from Human Action even more than I uh, follow Bob Murphy's writing. Oh, really? Which is weird because yeah. he's, he's, he's an excellent communicator. Amazing. Yeah, one of the best. And, and uh, I have not read Choice, <laughs> in case anyone's wondering, but I have read Human Action several fucking times. Look at you. <laughs> so, and it's, I still don't understand See, this all. is what I, so when you were on Blackbird, I was like, hey, do you think people underestimate your intellect? And you're like, I think they underestimate what these hands can do. Like, you're bringing violence on my show, bro. Like, it's me, bro. It's me. I, did you did you catch, did you catch me at the at the national uh, the national meeting when uh, Angela had me get up and chair the meeting for a little bit and I no. fucking everyone started going crazy after we got done with the motion and I fucking slammed the podium with my hand and everyone oh my shut up and I was like. This is the gavel now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everyone's like. Was that was that the one with the weird the weird camera like super yeah, wide that weird fucking camera dude although I want to get one in here now just to see it's kind of I mean it's kind of cool it just didn't really work for a meeting with it was really people. shitty quality too. yeah that too and the microphone on it was horrible we need to get some like lapel mics or something you know what I mean? yeah. and I think we we had talked about that in the in in at some point like we should have a lapel mics and or hell just get some get some snowballs put them on like put them yeah, on each, anything would work better table. than what the fuck they got going on now uh outlawed thoughts thank for the, thank you for the two dollar super chat Layton, my my buddy uh he said brian's storytelling is irrational top lops has been a, a member for 15 months dude thank you so much he said when does ryan start to sell us on graphene oxide yeah uh, apparently the, the chat has just been Drawing comparisons with me and Ian Crossland. Dude, you're my Ian Crossland. Yeah. I told you. I, I knew as soon as I met you, I was like, this guy is my Ian Crossland. Dude, I love this it's, guy to death. 
Yeah, I'm glad that I, I'm glad that all three or all two of us in the chat have. Uh, that have that scares me that because people fucking hate Ian Crossland, like Timcast fans do. Yeah, but Timcast wouldn't be the same without him. It would no. suck without. But honestly, yeah, they, it would suck they would. Him. It's all right. Their I mean, mentions you, of just, graphene would drop a hundred percent. That's true. <laughs> just just know that like you're going to be the whipping boy on Break the Cycle from now on and accept it. It, you it. know what? It'll get you. It will be far more gentle than being called white, a white supremacist by a bunch of family members. Bro, Ian so. gets invited on like podcasts that get hundreds and thousands yeah. of listeners. He's been on the time. Michael Malice's show. Yeah, yeah, you're good, bro. Don't worry, We're, yeah. we got you. Uh, let's see. Let's what is see. what is graphene oxide? oxide? Yeah, what is that? I, I don't I, fucking know, dude. It, it's. I think it's. Um, here goes. Here goes the cell. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I think it's essentially carbon molecules arranged on the molecular level to create like a super conductive and super uh durable and flexible material so like for making wires and stuff yeah wires uh you could you could create sheets that conduct electricity so you could they could display things there's all sorts of creative uses that it could be that's kind of cool as uh let's see uh I'm trying to figure this out. Let's see. Uh, Level Zero has been a member for 12 months. Thanks, man. Give Ryan some hoppa. I agree. I agree. Will I'll get Hobson, to it eventually. You better. You got to, dude. Yeah. I, I, some uh, ordinary ordinary men is next on my reading list after this, which is about a bunch of, like a small town in Poland during Nazi Germany where the a bunch of ordinary people eventually started, like their descendants into doing just horrible, horrible things. Sure, sure. Fucking A, man. Uh, Will Hobson, member for five months. Thank you. How an economy grows and why it's crash it crashes for the budding ADD capitalist. <laughs> totally. that's, a, that's Peter Schiff, right? Yes, I, yeah. I believe I think so. Speaking of books, I'm supposed to grab Josh Sibulski's book off your shelf and hit you in the face with it. Bro. Um, considering I can't get up off this couch without like grunting <laughs> and groaning and hitting this mic and everything, I'm not going to do it, but just know that I did it in spirit. Bro, why does, why does, why does Sobolski always have to have other people do his dirty work? It's because he's got that fucking bad back and he knows he'd get slammed through the coffee table if he <laughs> showed up shit. here talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the, the dude, the dude at some point in his life was a mom that had a son that just could not stop stepping on cracks. Aww. That's for sure. Poor back. Uh, Libertarian podcast review member for 13 months. Thanks. He said, Ian doesn't have a red mic. Well, it's true. How long have I been a member? Somebody in the chat said, I need to grow my hair out longer. I'm actually working on that. What I, what I do is about every two years, I, I grow it out and then chop it all off and donate it. Uh, So for like locks of love, uh, wigs for kids, locks of love is shady as shit. So wigs for kids, way better organization. All right. Yeah, I used to work for a hair 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 care company, and Locks of Love was like the ones that we partnered with. Yeah, they they're, they were like they were the, good uh, like twenty years ago, but they're like the uh, Locks for Love is like the uh, Red Cross of hair charities. <laughs> yeah, well, we sure. were a, it was a huge company, like big corporation. Yeah, so they, they, got like a, with a, they got like they got like an eighty percent overhead, and yeah. Like, oh yeah, totally, dude. They're they're terrible. Um, Dude, let's let's talk about what you did this weekend, man. You uh Oh yeah. Yeah, dude, you got to you got to hang out with Scott. Yeah, to... it was a really cool weekend, man. So like anybody in the chat, if you ever have like an event coming up that has anti-war vibes, like invite Scott Horton, do a little fundraiser to pay for his airfare and and uh speaker fee cuz you get to like hang out with him. It's really neat. I, I picked him up from the airport on Friday, dropped him off at the hotel, finished my work day, and then we went out to dinner with a couple of guys from the LP. 
Um, oh, and by the way, his speaker fee is is fucking almost nothing. I'm not going to tell you what it was, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, I I hosted a dinner for 12 people, and we pretty much paid the airfare plus speaker fee. Yeah. Um, with the just you know, it was like 100 bucks a plate, 150 bucks a plate, something like that. Yeah, it's not very much. His speaker fee, it's not like Ron Paul, like 50 grand. Yeah. No. Every time he touches the podium, you know what yeah. I mean? Um. Yeah. So it was great. So we went to dinner. Um. He told me all about why he hates Hoppe. Um. He's Scott's like the working class libertarian. So Hoppe is kind of uh, given that, you know, covenant communities basically are just factory towns with a different name. Um, he wasn't too keen on that. Uh, so that was pretty cool. He talked about like why monarchism sucks. Just basically all this, all the, all the red pills I've taken over the last couple of years, um, reading Yarvin and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> he, he was like, no, 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 that's bullshit, which, you know, that's fine. I can, I can, I can, I can admit that like some of the people that I read it are bullshit. They're still, they still have valuable things to contribute, I guess. Yeah. Um, he yeah. gave me he gave me the whole strategy for the LP, uh, including like telling Dave Smith to go on big podcasts and like ask you know twenty thousand people to join the party so that he can run for president, which he did that night. Right. Um, <clears throat> what else? So yeah, a bunch of libertarian stuff. And then the next day we went to uh, a defend the guard rally, which defend the guard is like the most important legislation that's being proposed in and states. that's like an understatement like it's yeah, fucking very it's insane. important yeah the i think 30 states have either introduced it or like legislators have pledged to introduce it something like that um and basically what that does is make it so that the governor of the state can't deploy the national guard overseas unless congress declares war um so you know i mean i'm sure as libertarians we probably want something even more uh even more strict you know, just no, no national guard overseas, no national guard at all. Just, just abolish the fucking yeah. government in general. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, there are, there are lots of things that are more, more libertarian than the defend the guard legislation, <laughs> but it's an awesome start. Yeah. Um, I mean, Congress hasn't declared war since world war two. So like, you know, um, and apparently in the war in the war on terror, 45% of the people who have been sent overseas to fight or, you know, be in the chair force or whatever, um, have been national guard. So like, imagine, you know, if the president decided to go to war and like half the people didn't show up, that would just be, it would be a complete game changer. Yeah. So defend the guard, call your legislators. Um, I know I'm like pitching right now. No, uh, you should. You yeah. Should. yeah. Call, call the pushing. people that represent you at the state house, find out who's, uh, who's, who's, what's the, what's it called? Sponsoring it in your state. Um, I think it's defend the guard.us is the URL. Uh, hell, so it's not plugging to plug in a podcast. That's probably the thing to plug. Well, and I think uh, I think that the Tenth Amendment Center uh, authored mm-hmm. that legislation as well. Which, Probably, yeah. If you're not supporting the Tenth Amendment Center, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? They're fantastic. You're not a libertarian. But again, but again, like the Tenth Amendment Center are constitutionalists. They're not. They're not strictly libertarian, which is kind of cool because you know it gets it gets a lot of Republicans on board. We even had people from the from the DFL, which is the the Democratic Party in Minnesota, right. Um, yeah, there are still a few anti-war Democrats, yeah. if you can believe that. Yeah, it's very, it's very rare. Well, they didn't show up to the rally. That's the thing. They, they like pledged to show up, so we didn't, we didn't like bash them or anything, because you know we still want their support when when it comes up to the vote. But it was kind of shitty that they didn't show up. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, how are you doing over there, buddy? Can you, uh, can you hear everything that's going on in here? Yeah, I can hear everything. His monitors kind of actually, you sound perfect to us. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. there, there's a little bit of a delay. So if I have my headphones in, I start slurring my words and sounding like I'm incredibly drunk. Yeah, you are kind of drunk. And though. instead of only a little, eh. bit. he had he had two beers and he's kind of drunk now. I, I, had, I had three, but you, um, usually four is when I start to feel. Fair. I'm curious to know from the chat how the echo is when when you were doing the the little setup streams. It was pretty bad. 
Yeah, I think I've fixed it a little bit, but if I go loud up here. Yeah, I can hear myself echoing in my own ear, so it's probably. Yeah, no, it's not too bad from that mic, Um, I don't think. I I don't know, maybe the chat knows better. How does it sound over there, guys? Are we getting like a big echo? I did also put some, uh, if you look at Ryan's, there's some... Uh, soundproofing over there, and yeah. we're working on putting some more. This of that is like the, this is like the beta test since uh, since you've got me on, not 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 somebody that's gonna draw a huge crowd. Bro, you've got funny. the you've got the governor candidate coming on, right? Rick Stewart will yeah. be in the, in the studio. Yeah. yeah, he's that dude. That dude's crazy. He's crazy, dude. It's gonna be funny having him in here. Anybody that was at the the Libertarian National Convention in Reno, they know he's the one that was passing out those uh, those little cards with the penguin comic strips on them. Yeah. He's wild, dude. If you haven't seen his his uh, ads, yeah. Oh my god. And I I know virtually nothing about him, so this will be an experience this for is me. Good for us, yeah. Um, I don't know who will be in the studio next week, but definitely he's uh, Rick Stewart's going to be on next Monday. So, nice. um, but yeah, everyone's saying it sounds pretty good in the chat. Good. So, um, oh yeah, David Brady did drop a member chat that I skipped over, unfortunately. Uh, David Brady is for the who do those who do not know who David Brady is, he is. One of the most based uh, 12-year-olds you'll ever meet in your life. <laughs> really. So fucking cool. Uh, he said, what's James's favorite thing about Dave Rubin? Oh, fuck Dave Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ask me that? Uh, <laughs> my favorite thing about Dave Rubin. Um, well, he adopted a couple of kids. And, you yeah. know, for, for all of his faults, like, he's going to raise those kids right. They're not going to be, like, you know. Crazy just, fucking leftist yeah. pieces of shit. So yeah. that's, that's cool. Um, I'm, all, I'm all about the... Raising the kids, right? Sure. Sure. Uh, Ryan, what's your favorite thing about Dave Rubin? I know very little about Dave Rubin in general. I, I mean, adopting kids and not raising him, raising them to be good little revolutionaries is always a good thing. Did you say bevolutionaries? No, good <laughs> I, little revolutionaries. His tongue cut on the roof of his mouth. It sounded, it sounded like, like bevolutionaries, bevolutionaries yeah. right? I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> oh, oh shit. Just, now there's an echo. I, uh, but I... I I know he has he does a pretty good job of bringing in uh people from very different walks of life and having civil civil conversations with them which is always something that I respect. What's your least favorite thing about Dave Rubin James? That he still plays the gay card. Yeah. Like like I was telling Ryan, like nobody nobody cares about a white guy who's gay and is in like in a stable relationship and Do you think I mean, that's that, Dave that Rubin's that is, fault? That is the same as straight now. <laughs> You think that's Dave Rubin's fault because fault, he played the means, gay card too many that, times? It means that you can no longer use the like you know. I mean, I talk about gay all the time. Like I, I, I understand that like that's kind of like a thing that's part of my brand, but I don't use my gayness as like a political pawn. I honestly, I honest to God, James, I knew you for a year before I knew you were gay. I know. Like I literally had no idea. I know. And and and, and that's to me that's like fuck. That's what that's what sexuality should be, right? Well, I mean, like who gives a fuck? I, I didn't, unless you meet my significant other, no one needs to know who I'm sleeping with. You yeah, know what I mean? It's true. That's, uh, somebody a while back asked me like why I have that I'm gay in my Twitter, my Twitter bio, which like, fair enough. That's a, that's a good question. I mean, you know, I might as well put my pronouns in there if I really want to be out and out, out front about that kind of thing. Um, and the which reason, are he, him, by the way, right? Yeah. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, like you were actually concerned. Here's the, the thing about pronouns is that that, like what you call me is your interpretation right. of me. Right. I don't care. Like, I mean, yeah, I call myself he, if I were like talking about myself in the third person, but like, you know, I mean, if you feel like I'm, I'm a she, I don't see why you would, but you know, I mean, it's not, it's no sweat off my back. Anymore. It's the big bushy beard that really screams. That's she, it's a, a big bitch. Do you hate modern wrestling? 
Wish you could go back to the sex and violence of the 90s? You're not alone. Eric and Tom are going back to 1993 to watch ECW from the beginning to its end. So come get extreme. Just search for Extreme Timeline on any podcast app and come get extreme. (laughs) 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 No, I, uh, you know, I'm so, I don't know, man. It is, it has become like the gender thing has become so fucking polarized that it is like all about political ideology. I know. It's no longer at all. Like, look, dude, I'm going to tell you like, like straight up. Okay. I'm from the Bay Area. San Francisco, Oakland. I have friends that I grew up with that are trans and they want to be called they and them and this and all that shit. And I had no fucking problem calling them that. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, cool, whatever, dude. Fucking, you know what I mean? But now it's become like, hey, we're going to turn your fucking kids into they, them. And we're going to do this. And we're going to fucking do this because you guys don't believe in this and that and this and that. And it's like, no, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, no, fuck. You've now taken it too far when you start talking about my kids and you know what I mean? Like, and so, so that's kind of where, that's kind of where I went with the gender ideology. I don't give a shit about what your fucking sexual orientation is. It's the the ideology that's, uh, and they're using this such as a tool to bludgeon people when they don't actually give a fuck because if the actual correct treatment for kids that are suffering from gender dysphoria was to sit there and wait it out and give them good counseling, they would be, Burning down buildings to prevent it. They only care about pushing their own fucking ideology, and they don't give a shit about the people at all. And that's that pisses me off so much because I hate I hate to see people suffering, and anyone with a any group with a forty one percent suicide rate is suffering. And I care about solving the actual issues and alleviating these people's suffering, but nobody pushing the identity shit gives a crap about that they just want to morally grandstand that was fucking savage ryan good job dude yeah man proud of you. That was a, getting fired up yeah i think that was the most i've seen you fired up yet dude i like it a lot <laughs> hey we need more of that ryan man that was good there there are there are a few topics that i am more educated on than that i ir, irreversible damage by abigail schreier is i would say one of the most important books that has come out in the last 20 years, I would recommend everyone read it. It is terrifying and just sobering about since 2016, what has been happening with the youth and just how much the obscene amount of damage that has been done. Yeah, bro. Uh, that's, and I get it dude. Cause like, uh, I'll tell you 28 years ago when I was a youth, man, we were just blowing lines off bathroom stalls and shit. You know what I mean? And now everybody wants to cut their tits off and <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what happened, dude. It was just fun back then, bro. We were smoking, smoking weeds, slamming beers, doing lines. You know what I mean? What's like, <laughs> Just, Some of my friends had premarital sex in high school. Yeah, dude, we even had premarital <laughs> sex, you know? It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. No, it's, it's, it's scandalous. How dare you? Bro, I... I, I wouldn't... I, actually, I would never. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I, um, I found religion again not too long ago, right? It's been a couple years hmm. now, but I, I was not... Uh, I mean, I grew up religious, and then I fell away from, from religion for a long time, and kind of finding your religion again has really been like a, a moralistic kind of thing for me too. It's kind of reminded me like, Oh dude, you really fucking sinned a lot and did a lot of really dumb shit. And, and now I'm like, 
Now I'm trying to impart that on my children. So I don't like hold back. I'm like, yeah, I did. I made all these mistakes growing up and I did all these terrible things and stupid shit. And, and I hope that you guys don't make those mistakes so that I can be the dad that made them for you. So you don't have to make them. You know what I mean? But I did a lot of really dumb shit growing what, up. Too. What, a, what brand of religion did you convert to? Um, so we, so we do, well, I didn't convert. Um, and, and so, <laughs> or rediscover, sorry. Yeah, I grew So I grew up, uh, between a non-denominational Christian church and a Catholic church. Okay. My grandfather was Catholic. Uh, so I would go to mass with him and then I'd go to non-denominational, like just like hillbilly Christian church with yeah. my mom. Um, and my dad's side of the family is Jewish, right? Cause they're, they're, uh, Israeli from Israel and, uh, uh colonizers. Yeah. <laughs> that, that fucking, uh, well-known apartheid state Israel. I, uh, <laughs> people are going to hate my new poster anyway. So, um, Oh shit. It's, it's going to yeah. be based up in this place. So I, uh, I, yeah. So I, you know, I, I kind of just fucking floated around and then um uh, i would go to church here and there just like whatever christian church you know and 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 drink the lemonade and eat the cookies and uh and and, uh then i met julia and i had i kind of started finding my my faith again which was really cool and um we started going to a church here called the mission church which is like a torah observant Mm. um um christian church so it's like the the messianic uh jewish uh, what do they call it? Uh, yeah, that's, you know, what, that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah, right. And so uh, that's that's where we're going now. And uh, I personally, um, and Julia is really into. She's really into. If you if you ask her, she'll tell you she's a Christian. But she's up there right now listening to Hebrew music. Mm-hmm. Right, like this is this is where she's at. Um, and for me, I've started kind of veering towards this like orthodoxy. Um, and really kind of getting into the Orthodox church. Just about to, just about to ask when you're going to convert to Orthodoxy like everybody else. Yeah. And it's not, listen, it's not, it's not. So, so my ex-girlfriend, um, before Julia, the one, yeah. my three years we were together is Jewish, uh, uh, sorry, um, uh, Russian Orthodox. Mm-hmm. Her family is Russian. Last name is Molodai. You know what I mean? They, they came from like a small, uh, Alaskan village that they created themselves that cops don't govern. And they, they still awesome. have Russian accents, even though they were born in the U right like that's it's crazy to think yeah. that they speak english with a russian accent but they're born in alaska i like that yeah and they're orthodox and so i had kind of already started looking into the 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 you know the the christian orthodox and, sure. and russian orthodox and um so i've always kind of had my my eye on it and i, I appreciate the values and i think it's really cool how they kind of stay to themselves they mm-hmm. still work together as a community like i think it's really cool and so i started looking into it and now i'm kind of i'm kind of going that way and i don't know I don't know if Julia will, but she's she's going like towards a a more Jewish uh, uh, path, and so I don't know. It could be interesting in our house for a while. I don't really know the history of Messianic Judaism. Like, so I, I'm Catholic. Uh, although, you know, if I ever if I ever do like venture back to the church, I'm gonna have to give Orthodoxy a serious look, um, just because I, like I don't know the I don't know the ins and outs of why the Great Western Schism happened. Right. Um, and you know, if it turns out that Orthodoxy really is the the apostolic tradition and not not Roman Catholicism, well, then I, I should probably stick with that. Uh, Messianic Judaism is interesting because, like, the it just kind of popped up out of nowhere, probably like in the nineteenth century. If I had to, if I had to guess, just because that's when all the kind of weird offshoots came up sorry there was a fu- there was a funny chat i'm not laughing at you james i promise no somebody said <laughs> i thought you i thought you were i thought you were laughing because you were so awestruck by my by my knowledge of church history no it is it is good you are you're, but i know i know that you're you're pretty deeply involved in religion i was yeah yeah, yeah. no somebody said uh somebody somebody said josh is 
<laughs> Josh is converting to to Sunni. Oh God, and it's then... true though. It's true. I'm I'm Shia and you're and you're Sunni. I'm also Shia because he's Catholic now. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. Shia and Shia, same thing, same yeah. thing. And then somebody said, uh, "Black Hebrew is like Israelites." That's what uh, that's what Top Lobster is. I think that's like the only real. That's the only real th- messianic. Judaism. I think I worked with a legitimate Black Hebrew. We, lo- we, we lost you there, buddy. You're yeah. getting real far away from the yeah, mic. Mike, oh, really? I'm like there. licking I'm this to, thing. I'm gonna have to Rogan you, dude. I, I'm I'm all up in this. I'm all up in this shit right now. <laughs> Jamie, but, Google Google the the Jamie's <laughs> get that up on the screen. But get that up he, on the screen, dude. He, he was convinced that no one white could get into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, that sounds like a black Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was bizarre. But I don't know, dude. Yeah, I. What is your what do you what religion do I'm you? I'm more non-denominational. I my my mom recently recommended that I look into something called apologetics which takes kind of an intellectual look at Christianity. Sure. Uh but I'm I I'm kind of more fascinated so you're even, by the You're the, even vanilla when it comes to religion, dude. Yeah, Damn. pretty much. Yeah, except he's not a Cowboys fan, so. Yeah. Bro, you know what? That's yeah, I I'm I'm a masochist when it comes to my football football team i don't know they look pretty good this year dude yeah i was pretty upset i was hoping i was gonna see kellen mon play but <laughs> he couldn't even make the team well it's more it, i really wanted kellen mon to play more so because i have a a, a a numbered signed rpa of his that i could have sold for big money if he became a starter but instead they traded him away and now i don't have they well they cut him and then the browns picked him up yeah which uh that's where if quarterbacks go to die are the browns still terrible they won. They won yesterday, one. dude. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. they have. They that's, have. Uh, their defense is stellar. They and have. They, um, uh, De- Deshaun Watson went over there, but he can't play for the first. Yeah, four or five thirteen. Games. Thirteen games. Did he get thirteen? Then, oh, they they made it higher. Thirteen, and then when he comes back, he faces Houston. Just for look, dude. What did he do? He fucking went to massage parlors, got handies, dude. I well, he had twenty-four women accuse him of sexual misconduct slash assault. Yeah, all of the all of the cases were settled out of court. Right, and then the NFL suspended him thirteen games and yeah. fined him some money. I don't know about all that. No char- No, no charges ever filed. Um, I know. Yeah, nothing. No charges filed. Yeah, it was all it was all civil cases. Yeah, they were all civil. Look, I know the defense lawyer in Dallas who got Deion Sanders off from his like second or third rape charge, the one that didn't make it into the press. You right. don't even know right. about it. Right. I know that. Like these guys get away with shit. Like, oh, no doubt. So mm-hmm. no I, mean, doubt. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody yeah. with money like that gets away with shit yeah. until until you don't. Right. Like like Harvey Weinstein got away from or uh, Weinstein got away with it for how long? I mean, fucking forever. 30, 40 years. But the thing is, everybody knew about it. Like, yeah. yeah, but he had so well, much money, nobody wanted to do shit about it. Yeah, oh, it, it's Hollywood. No, they, everyone they, in Hollywood they, knew about it because they're yeah. all fucking pedophiles too. Right? They encourage that degeneracy, right? What did somebody said something the other day? Hollywood is a Hollywood is a fucking brothel. That's all it is, dude. That's what somebody was saying the other day. The whole thing. I think brothel is too kind. <laughs> it might be. It might. You yeah. might be right, dude. I don't fucking know. These people are crazy. Um what were we talking about earlier? There was a thing we talked about outside about leftists. Oh, I'm on paternity. That's right. We were going to talk. I'm on paternity leave right now. Uh, in case you didn't know, I just oh, had a right. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was I was back there saying, "Hey, I guess the leftists did do something good for me." And then James, 
Yeah, they gave us they gave us curbside grocery pickup too. A curbside grocery pickup and paternity leave. That's the only good <laughs> the thing two, that the, the two leftists contributions of the progressives. That's Thank the only you. good things the progressives ever gave us were paternity paid paternity leave Dude, and curbside grocery pickup. I put I put on Twitter. I, I, I've got to stop tweeting my like normal just day to day life stuff because I it just I get shit on. But uh, <laughs> I, I put I put on there like just something like hey uh, just so you know like if you do curbside at Target they accept tips. That's it. Just, you know, tip your fucking, the guy that comes out to your car. It's nice. He's 17 years old. $2 probably goes a pretty long way. Uh, Someone just ran me through the, through the, whatever you call it, rake me over the coals for using curbside because I'm like giving into the COVID regime. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm giving into my fucking laziness. (laughs) (laughs) That has nothing. I will do the lazy thing. Uh, I've been doing that for f- almost 40 years. Yeah, so dude, I was lazy long before COVID came I'm, around, you fucks. I'm a whole different level of lazy. I never bothered to even look into that stuff. I just oh, went man. in the store. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, listen, he's like, listen, uh, ordering online is too, it's too much work for me. So yep. I just need to uh, go in the store because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense, I pri- bro. I prioritize sitting in a chair over getting my steps in at Target. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I do most of my shopping at Aldi so oh Aldi that's the that's the cut rate they don't that's probably, the, they that's probably don't even have online, online yeah they don't have they online do. nothing oh do they no they don't yeah not here they don't uh at least the one down by me does you can you, you can order online and, and pick they can up. drop it so, off with you they don't even fucking bag your groceries for you at Aldi dude oh they don't do that anywhere anymore except for Target and Walmart they do with the high V do they do it yeah. at Walmart yeah, fuck yeah, they do at Walmart. They got the little spinning. They got That's the right. yep. they got the lazy Susan. Yeah. that like spins around. No, but like at, at like Cub Foods and uh, in Minnesota and Tom Thumb and Texas, like that you have to bag your own groceries. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, you you bring your own own bags at Aldi, otherwise you like pay fifteen cents a bag. But oh, yeah. but every every other every other place incorporates the, the that the yeah. price of the bags into like the price of the food. So. But have you're, you ever shopped at making... Aldi on, on DMT, though? <laughs> <laughs> There's never a time I'm not on DMT. Yeah, we figured, dude, that's what it is. That's what Ryan... Ryan is just always on DMT. I love it. Hmm. I love it. He's a nice guy. James, what's going on, buddy? Oh, I'm digging around in my pocket looking for my vape. All right. I'm getting to... I'm getting, we're almost at an hour here. Really? What, how, how long do we go? I, an hour. I didn't even ask. Hmm. We do an hour in the public, hour-ish in the public, and then we do anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes in the in the nice. members-only stream. I love typically. the members-only stream. That's where we can just... A, that's where we can a, drop the hard R. As a... <laughs> We can we can say top lobster. Yeah, we can say top lobster up in the in that stream, dude. As a as a long time as a long time member and patron, the the members only stream is where it's at. That's the that's that's where the, the it best really is. Dude. It this really will is. be, I guess, my second members only stream, but like my first post. Yeah, it'll be the regular first post, show. It'll be the first post show members only stream. Yeah, because we did we did a test stream just me and Ryan. Mm-hmm. We actually went a whole hour just me and Ryan. We could we could have gone two more. Yeah, we could have gone a lot longer. And we did, <laughs> but it was members only. Mm-hmm. And then I made it public like what four or five days later. I made it yeah public after so could see what the new digs look like. Yeah. But it looks it looks way better now than it did then visually and audio audio is probably yeah. a lot better too it definitely does. yeah that was that was when the walls were bare and stuff right mostly mm-hmm. bare yeah i had some shit going on but yeah i've definitely added quite a bit especially to ryan's area mm-hmm. over there. I and i don't mind. and i'm not sitting like i'm being interrogated yeah i think yeah you don't know that's me just, <laughs> yeah no uh, i was like sitting like this the whole time james, right uh to james the right up of james there's a light pointed right at his fucking face because i have an older camera on james it is a dslr though at it least. is yeah which just, means my background is probably blurry 
It's a, no, it's no, we don't have that. It's a. Uh, I think right. that I don't it, have much of a background. The blurry, the blurry always ma- the f stop is what matters on the blurry. The, ah. yeah, and so my my f stop is like it's only like a three point five lowest on that one. So the mine is like a one point eight, and I can get a fully blurry background if I bring that camera about a foot closer to me. I mean, I can get like a full, like completely blurry background from it without any kind of overlay or fill, like any kind of filter. Or Wait, wake up. Audience, wake up. And people are still there. All right, good. Just making sure you, you didn't put anybody to sleep with your fucking camera. <laughs> dude, bro, I've been talking, I've been working on building the studio for like three weeks. It's all I've been doing. I'm like, I oh, dude, I can tell you all about all these fucking cameras in here and shit. No, we are, we are currently trying to buy uh, two more Canon M50s. That's the camera that I use. Is that, that that's one, the camera okay. M50? Um, a camera M50, uh, a Canon M50 on eBay used is like 550 bucks. The lens that I use is an 18 millimeter or okay. 22, no, 22 millimeter pancake lens. That's yeah. a two, that's a 250. I didn't even lens. think that was a DSLR. That's so funny. Oh dude, that's a fucking, that's like a, cool. like a, that's a mirrorless DSLR. I've never seen a, I've never seen a lens that. Yeah. That, that lens is a, is a 22 millimeter pancake and it's got the 1.8 F stop. So you can get the wide lens with the nice background and the depth of field and all that shit. Um, that lens is 250 bucks. So to get another setup just like that, mm-hmm. it's, it's 700 to $800. And what's on Ryan? That's a fucking Sony Handycam. Yeah, I was about to say, it looks like an old camcorder. And it looks good. (laughs) Yeah, does it? Good. It looks good. That does 1080p, but it does not have any extras. It's just, you set it, Mm -hmm. and you you can zoom in and out, and that's it. Your camera is a uh, much older Canon DSLR. It's uh, like a 12 megapixel. um, uh, That's a Rebel T3. Does it still do 1080p? It does 1080p. That's all that matters. It's grainy 1080p with lower me- megapixels, oh, but it's 1080p nonetheless. Right. So it looks good, um, but it doesn't give me the ISO control and all that shit like I have it on the other camera. And so we need to get about $1,600 more of cameras, just cameras. So if you want to throw some super chats, <laughs> join, the super yeah. chats join the page. This has page. been uh, Josh's impression of Marques Brownlee. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, dude, we're definitely at the end of the, uh, at the mainstream here. Uh, Ryan, you got anything that you want to tell people tonight before we take off, dude? Uh, I guess be wary if you're going to use Pepe's in your fantasy football league. Yeah, your family might shit all over you and kick you out of the league <laughs> and try to take management away from you and all that stuff. Bro, you got some plugs, James? Hey, yeah, uh, all right. So follow me on Twitter, JamesLJ. Um, and then go to defendtheguard.us. Support that. Find out who's doing it in your state. Write the, write the legislator. Let them know you support it. Call your own legislator. That's important. It's really easy, too. Look, if you've never called your member of Congress or your state legislator or whoever that like represents you in your legislative bodies, you got to do that. It's, it's super easy. You'll never have to talk to the actual person. Half the time you get a voicemail, you can leave a long-ass message um, or talk to a staffer who's re- taking notes and promises to send it along. Um, I don't know if they actually do, but uh, it, you know. It's, it's real easy to do. Just find them on the internet. So what, what did I say? Defendtheguard.us and then uh, tnhotsaucecompany.com for hot sauce. Subscribe. Shout out to Danny. Shout out to Danny. Shout out to Scott Horton, of course. The, the great, the great of Scott course. Horton. Oh, I didn't tell you about the Scott Horton on Saturday night. That might have to be for the members only. Let's we'll talk about it on the members only, dude. Fuck it. If you're not cool. a member of the show, you want to hear about Scott yeah. on Saturday his, night. His, his just absolutely off the hook rant on someone's back porch with neighbors on both sides. Oh, dude, he's got some of the best oh, rants I've ever yeah. heard in my life. Yeah. Except for the one time that he yelled at me on my own show about Nick Sarwark not being a fed. <laughs> Fuck that. 
<laughs> we had a, we had a good argument. Uh, but yeah, if you're not a member of the uh, of the channel, you can sign up at Patreon uh, backslash Break the Cycle JS. Same thing for um, Subscribe Star as well. If you're not a fan of Patreon, Subscribe Star is less yeedy. So uh, if you want to support that over there, that's good. You can also become a member of the YouTube channel. You guys will get all the extra content, after hours content. Of course, there's other. Uh, there's other steps on the Patreon that you can get some cool swag, cups, mm-hmm. shirts. Discord you can get your center. name in the credits, um, all that good stuff. You can get personal phone calls uh, about the direction of the show if you'd like. Uh, you can even get on the show sometimes if you are an executive uh, producer level, so that's always cool. Um, but good stuff, and you guys will get extra content, and it supports a show here that hopefully um, is doing something good for you. I appreciate you guys. Uh, also, please go check out toplobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great Lewis Ling's Hayden Market shirt that you see me wearing today by using BTC at checkout or Go to the Patreon subscribe star and become a member of the YouTube channel to get into a private Discord server where you can get all of Top Lops's new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general public at a 30% discount. I can't explain to you how, how much that's worth. Um, if you're buying Top Lobster gear and paying $5 a month on the Patreon to the show, which you should be, you're actually saving money and supporting Break the Cycle and supporting Top Lobster. It's the trifecta. I'm telling you, it's good stuff. Uh, and of course, executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at. Much cheaper, much more efficiently, plus they're great people. Um, and Amy Lepore is just such a smart person. She really is. I guarantee you that if you have a business and you get hold of Anthem Planning, they are going to make you uh, uh, happy. I'm sure of it. Sure of it. And new executive producers of the show, Colwell Creative Content. I'm reading this tonight until I can make uh, better ads for them. Sorry, I'm coughing. <coughs> At Colwell Creative Content Inc., their mission is to increase revenue for their clients through excellent copywriting, social media marketing, and other digital marketing services. Let them grow your business with you together. It's almost like a, that was almost like a Hillary Clinton ending. Uh, Let's grow it together. Together. Democracy. Democracy. The only thing Hillary's growing is horns. Oh, fuck. (laughs) No, it's a fucking lizard tail, bro. Um, no, seriously, uh, guys, I love you to death. Go check out Colwell. Uh, really good stuff. It's in the description of all my videos. Um, there's hyperlinks to all that stuff you can check out um, and become a member of the show. James, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me again, Josh. No, I appreciate you, man. Seriously, seriously. And uh, to my co-host, Ryan Kurt, thank you so much for being compared to Ian Crossland on every show. I appreciate you. <laughs> Chad is still calling. Just They're just straight up calling me Ian. Yeah. <laughs> so I, thanks, I guys. Feel, Ian, Ian I'm going to have to throw that into my Twitter bio. <laughs> I'm so, I'm like, so pronouns Ian something. Yeah, your Ian my Crossland. pronouns are Ian Crossland. Ian, Ian Crossland. Ian backslash Crossland. <laughs> guys, uh, I appreciate you being here. Guys, I appreciate you checking us out. I will see you on Thursday night for the next show. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. Don't forget. Due to legal reasons, I just have to explain. The lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse and the frame. But I just spent it in Minecraft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do So any violence you commit, I am not an excuse Because I just spent it in Minecraft But Chipper is my friend and he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement getting totally old 
make your own choices, yeah, you have control because I just landed in Minecraft. Obviously, I would never advocate force unless it's due process and a trial, of course. And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse in Minecraft, just in Minecraft. There's nothing I mean, you know it. Your product is getting close to COVID. 